0: This episode is brought to you by Webstone, a brand of Nibco. Nibco wants to help you work smarter. Whether it's behind the wall or in the mechanical room, Webstone can save you time and money on your next job with products designed specifically for the trade professional. Check out their newly released T and elbow fittings with integrated union connections, including the Propel T-Union Ball Drain. Follow them on Instagram at Nibco Inc., or visit WebstoneValves.com to learn more. You're listening to the Not That Yet Podcast. I'm your host, John Mason Brink. I'm here with my co-host and good buddy, Tim Ward. Tim, how you doing today?
1: JP, it's so authoritative. What's going on with you? Authoritative,
0: yes. Uh, things are good. Things are good. Just, uh, getting ready for the the weekend, holiday weekend. How about you? Uh, the same. Um, this
1: is our third podcast this week and when our audience listens to it, it'll be, we'll already have gone past the July 4th holiday weekend, but no big plans on my end. I'm just hoping mother nature is nice to us and gives us some clear, sunny skies and gets rid of all the rain we've had over the last week.
0: Talk about, you know, the big 4th of July celebration. Nothing could be more representative of the 4th of July than <laughs> the America's Midwest in Indianapolis. We're going to bring on our two guests, Chad and Tyler Peterman of Peterman Brothers out of Indianapolis. How are you guys doing today? Doing
2: well. Thanks for having us. Doing good.
0: Awesome. Well, we wanted to bring you in today for a couple things. Um, we we work with uh, Ripley PR and we noticed a press release that went through that you guys recently did a uh, name change from uh, Peterman Plumbing and Heating to Peterman Brothers. Uh, explain that process and how that came about. As we kind of took a look at
2: our marketing and, and tying everything together, my, my brother and I probably, probably five or six years ago uh, began doing radio commercials uh, probably last year. Last year, maybe the year before, we also ventured onto to TV, um, where we were as well, and uh, really kind of saw the marketing kind of, you know, uptick a little bit with kind of the recognition and being able to put a face with a name. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year we decided that, uh, you know, the one missing element was our trucks. Uh, our trucks were not fully wrapped, but wrapped, um, but they didn't have our picture on them or anything like that. So uh, we worked with uh, Kick, Kick Charge Creative uh, up out of New Jersey. Uh, Dan and his team uh, who designed uh, really, really cool wraps for the trucks and also all of the uh, collateral to go with it. So um, really looked at it as a way to kind of tie all of our marketing together. Um, You see us on TV, you hear us on the radio, you see us in your mailbox, and now you see us on on the sides of the trucks.
1: Talking a little bit about this branding change going from your previous uh, company name to uh, Peterman Brothers. Obviously, you and your brother did not start Peterman Brothers. Give us a little bit of backstory on how the company started and um, a little, how you guys got interested in the trades.
3: Uh, so the company got started. My dad just honestly just decided one day that he was going to kind of go out on his own. Uh, he worked for another dealer um, in the same town um, and decided that he was going to go out and venture on his own um, when my mom was actually pregnant with my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not probably the best decision my dad's ever made, but I, I, just, I, can,
0: I can relate to that.
3: A decision nonetheless, uh, and it's kind of led us to, to this point. I've always wanted to uh, work for my dad um, in the business. Um, so in high school, I would work uh, in summer summer break. Um, and in college, I would do the same thing. And even on winter break with, with college uh, being a little bit longer there. So um, I always wanted to work in the business. Chad, um, out of college, went and did kind of his own thing. Um, wasn't real keen on on getting into the business uh, right out of college. You know, he worked for another company out of uh, North Carolina for a few years, um, then came back, and we he got in it, and then I graduated from college and, and I got in it, and uh, you know now we're now we're where we are. But the name change, um, something like he said, we've been kind of stewing on for a while, and just decided this is probably the best time to pull the
0: trigger on on doing all that. Now, is your dad still active with the company? Or
3: yeah, he uh, he's here every day. Kind of his role is is changed a little bit, but he's here every day. He helps uh, me bid bid projects and things of that nature. Um, old contacts that he's had for years. Um, so he's still involved in the company.
1: How big is the shop? How many trucks do you have?
2: Yeah, so we've got our primary location is in uh, is in Indianapolis. We also have four satellite locations. Uh, one in Lafayette, Indiana, uh, Muncie, Indiana, Bloomington, Indiana, and Columbus, Indiana.
1: Um, Basically, you've we got have... the entire college universities in Indiana covered at that point.
2: Exactly. So if there is a, uh, we, we make a lot of our meetings on Thursday afternoons. Um, so, you know, you, you can uh, they always catch a football game on the weekends or, or whatever it may be. So, yeah, I guess uh, the only ones we haven't hit yet are South Bend and Terre Haute, and we should have all yeah. the colleges in Indiana covered. But uh, we've got uh, we've got a total of about 309 employees across the company um, I think we run about hundred fifty to 160 trucks out there
1: what's your main focus as far as plumbing HVAC
2: electrical a little bit of all yeah so electrical is something we actually just started back here back in uh, April um, we acquired an electrical company brought on a guy uh, from that company to really kick off the electrical our Main bread and butter is probably the HVAC, um, but plumbing has continued to grow uh, by leaps and bounds, both the plumbing and the sewer and excavation side of our business. HVAC still probably, call it 60 to 65% of the business, um, while plumbing makes up the rest. And then electrical will begin to kind of make up a portion of that uh, as we get it up off the ground.
0: I'm just more interested in who can bench press more who do you think that is you can answer that
2: yeah you want me to answer because probably <laughs> he, no, played, said, he, played,
0: he played linebacker in college well, I, don't know safe, oh, I was correct. looking at some pictures on the website just to do some background research and man some one one of you i can't i don't know which one it is but it looks like you should be like a starting tight end for the colts <laughs> got the gun show going
2: yeah. yeah,
0: that's been, that's been about uh, 20, 25 pounds ago for yeah. both of us, which is, which is good, get on the knees. Yeah, yeah right on. So uh, another reason why I wanted to bring you on the podcast, our podcast is for plumbing and heating and hydronics uh, uh, contractors and listeners. So uh, one thing that you do, and there's a quote, I, I'll just bring it up here, it says, it uh, says, and it's from a guy, I think he knows a little bit about business, from Henry Ford. It says, the only thing worse than training your employees and having them leave is not training them and having them stay. And so you guys started this uh, Peterman Top Tech Academy. Can you talk about that? When did you start that? How is it going? Uh, how did COVID kind of screw stuff up? Uh, talk, about, talk about the, the academy.
2: The academy was uh, was an idea. We're, we're a member of NextStar mm-hmm. and uh, had 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 a few um, uh, good friends within NextStar had had started this, and we were always really intimidated by the idea. I think of yeah, you know, we're not big enough to do this or that. Um, we reached a point, uh, last year where, you know, we were looking at, uh, the calls on the board and the calls coming in and we were like, there's no way that we can possibly find enough people to run all of these calls. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's when it kind of came to, uh, where, Hey, we're going to have to train our own people. And I yeah. think every, every contractor at some point in time has you know, had a vendor in or you know, pulled a guy aside and and called that training to, I think, sometimes check that box. And we were probably just as guilty as anybody. And so we said, you know, we need to really put our money where our mouth is and and we need to bring people in. And rather than just throw them out in the truck with another technician and hope that they learn our ways, um, we need to bring them in for some concentrated training. So um, October 5th of 2020 was the first day of class. Um, we built, um, we moved into a new building in May of 2020. Um, we utilized our old building, which is just about 10 minutes down the street. We turned that into classrooms and then we turned it into a fully functional lab uh, where we have six fully functional heating systems. Um, and then we built basically like a platform that that has all the plumbing fixtures and everything like that um, on it. Um, and we brought in uh, 16 students For the first class, we had seven plumbing students and nine HVAC students, and they basically spent the next three and a half months in training. Mm -hmm. Um, We paid them to train. Um, We took two people out of our own staff and made them full-time trainers, one heating, one plumbing, Um, and they spent time between the classroom. They would learn something in the classroom, um, and then they would go out in the lab and they would actually do it coupled with going out with our current technicians as well, a day or two a week. That became more as as they progressed. Um, And now uh, happy to say that we've trained close to 30 students. Um, So we had our first class in October. We had another class start in February. We're currently taking a break for the summer. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have our third class, which will be our largest, uh, begin in kind of the October. August-September range uh, when we kind of get out of the uh, summer rush. Ahead, How much of a challenge was that during COVID? It, was, it wasn't
3: terrible. It did stop a lot of our ride-alongs uh, with the guys getting some field experience. But with Zoom uh, and things of that nature, they were able to Zoom in. They did split up and come in in smaller groups uh, to do some, some hands-on training in the lab. Uh, but it did, it did play a factor. Uh, just made things, I think for everybody just made it a little bit harder. Uh, you had to think outside the box to get, get what you needed to get done.
1: How tough was it on um, all your service techs out in the field?
3: Um, I guess just with
1: the unknown,
3: um, yeah. that was tough, but, but I think that uh, all in all, I think that the business kind of thrived through mm-hmm. COVID. Um, I think a lot of people would, would say that their business did that, but yeah, just the unknown of going into people's homes every day and trying to make sure that we were safe as possible. Um, I think my brother probably typed up a hundred emails uh, about COVID uh, and sent out just updates after updates. And it yeah. changed after we talked about it and changed it again. And everyone's different stance on the whole thing the
2: entire time was just was, sure. was hard to keep up with.
1: Will you guys be adding an electrical component to the academy eventually?
2: So probably eventually. Uh, That's probably more of a, we're just trying to get it up off the ground right now. But um, I I would say, I think we've kind of penciled in a date sometime in 2022, maybe that fall class of 2022. Once we've got um, some guys out in the field and we've got a handle, we've got consistent call volumes coming in and and all of that stuff. Yes, definitely. That will be a component um, of uh, of the Academy for sure.
0: Hey, Tim, Tim, didn't you hear that uh, COVID ends on July 4th? So It's July coming up 4th, this weekend. That's we when it ends, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> I, was
1: in, I was in Las Vegas three weeks ago. It was not apparent anywhere in Las Vegas. People were throwing money away left and right and
0: drinking like it was good old times. Well, good, good for everybody. It's time to get back. I thought I heard or I read or I saw on a video on your website, that out of the 16 uh, people that you trained, there were 600 or 500 people that applied for this and 16 were accepted. Is that right?
2: Yeah, we had uh, in in some people that uh, we had really modeled the school after um, in the Nextar uh, network had told us that there would be a rush once we mm. put this Job out there, and you can see why. I mean, you know, our ads, and we didn't go really overboard on the first one because we were a little bit rushed. But you know, we'll pay you to train in a new career. You know, it, it's a uh, it, it's a fairly catchy message, um, yeah. if you will. But uh, yeah, we had six hundred in the first one. We had over nine hundred the second time around um, for the class. Um, I think some of that may have been COVID induced. Um, with people applying for jobs as a requirement of potentially unemployment, um, different things like that. But to get hundreds of applications is still somewhat, you know, like, oh, OK, well, we we, we get some real interest here. Yeah. Um, and it allowed us to really be particular in who we picked, uh, which was kind of the goal at the outset, for sure.
0: Well, we talked to a lot of contractors across the country, and um a lot of them say that you know the skilled labor shortage, so it doesn't sound like it's happening there, or is it? So I don't know if there's um you know i I think
2: that uh, when you look at skilled laborers, yes, mm-hmm. I think there is a shortage. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it, you know I'm living in candyland if i if I don't think there's a shortage, however, with this school, we kind of took it upon ourselves that because there is a shortage in those ponds of potential candidates, mm-hmm. we've got to go pull people from other ponds and train them properly in this skilled trade. Um, and so I think when you start thinking um, out of the box, there isn't a shortage of people. I know that there's plenty of people. They're building houses like it's going out of style yeah. and there's not a shortage of good people either. Um, it just may happen that they're a police officer or an EMT or waiting tables at a local restaurant and we've got to find those people. We've got to expose them to the trades, allow them to understand that there is a viable career here um, and it's something that if COVID taught us anything, it's not going away. Mm-hmm. People still want to be cool in the summer uh, warm in the winter and they love indoor plumbing. So, um, we should have, uh, we should, the demand will be there for sure.
1: Tyler, what's it like working with your big brother? Amazing. We, our
3: offices are adjoined, uh, coming into work uh, with my brother is, it's flat out amazing. Uh, there's not a day that goes by that I don't wake up excited to come in as close as we are. Um, there's days where we don't talk to each other or see each other in person, um, but we're texting or, or on the phone. Or you know, hey, this this happened. Just the the experience. You know, a lot of people get the you, know, you get the bad name of you know family doesn't work well together. But I think that what we have is something special, just because of our skills. He's a lot better at things, and I'm a lot better at other things. Um, so we kind of complement each other very well. Um, and I think that's why we work so well together. We've always been brothers that get along. Uh, so I think that's probably helped as well. Um, even back to when we were kids, we, we argued uh, on the playground because um, he was always kicking my butt in sports, but we never fought or got in, you know, we never were in fights. We always were cheering each other on for whatever we had uh, sport wise or, or just life. You know, we were always behind each other a hundred percent um and that's continued on into our our uh, professional
1: career. That's pretty cool. Chad, was your dad Pete your you know a mentor growing up?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um and uh you know my dad is one of uh I guess one uh, you would say few words. Um so it wasn't a constant uh you know it wasn't verbal uh mentoring as much as it was just his actions. Um, you know, I, I continually remember, you know, I don't know that he's ever missed a day of work in 36 years. While some would say, well, you know, Hey, he runs a business. You got to be there. So on and so forth. Um, I think that makes an impact on kids when you see that there's no excuses and you're going to work hard and you're going to treat people right. And you're going to go do the right thing. All of those things, I think are, are things that, one, have been kind of woven into the fabric of the company. Um, So as people come in and they see that, um, they see us here every single day. Uh, As Tyler mentioned, you know, I'm just as excited as he is about coming into work because of the people that we work with. And for me, that's the biggest impact that he's had on me uh, is just kind of that example of, you know, not how to, you know, do a marketing plan or, you know, raise gross profit in the plumbing department. It's more so just how to be a good human, um, mm-hmm. and the values that you operate by will ultimately lead to your to your success.
0: What do you guys like to do in your spare time when you're away from work?
3: I I guess I enjoy working outside around my house, yeah, you know, and hanging out with my wife. I guess we're Not we're not we're not uh... we're very simple yeah. <laughs> people. <laughs> and, and, no
0: hunting or fishing or. Not really. not really. We not go
2: not really. to hang out at the lake. Yeah, yeah, my wife, my wife calls it boring. Uh, it is so. I, I don't know if that's the correct term or not. <laughs> I just like to use. I like to use the word simple. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, you know, honestly, uh, it, it's you know, hanging out with our families is fun. Like, well, L. Uh, you know, Tyler's not coming this weekend, but we spend a lot of time down. My parents have a place at the lake, so we spend a lot of time down there hanging out, different things like that. Um, you know, spending time with friends, but, um, um, we've both got, uh, both got babies on the way. So, uh, oh, I've got a, man, a baby. Really. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, due here in about six weeks and his is not too far. I don't know how many weeks you got beginning November of November. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that will keep us occupied. I imagine that answer may change here and here in a couple of
1: short months. Will this be your first children um, for both or do you already have, do you have children?
2: Yeah, it'll be be my second. So we have uh, my wife and I have a uh, uh, well, she'll be three no at the end of August, um, and then she's uh, she's getting a uh, baby brother, and then uh, Tyler and uh, his wife Tara. This will be their first. It's
0: exciting, and they're all yeah. pretty much the same age, so they can hang out. And
2: yeah, yeah, two, two boys. Uh, yeah, two boys about three months apart. They were, uh, needless to say, uh, Grandpa was uh, extremely excited. He's already planning out the. Uh, I can imagine. Planning out the tailgate RV and all of yep. this stuff said, you know, hey, we baseball little
1: bit gloves and baseball bats and yeah, soccer balls sure. and football helmets. Oh yeah. I can see it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, Tyler, you played football at Wabash. No, I played
3: at the university of Indianapolis. Yep. Okay. I played at Wabash. Yep. You played at Wabash.
1: Yeah. How did you take some of that, that athletic skill and coaching prowess that you probably received as a as a uh, college athlete into your business acumen
3: there were tidbits that i took away from my college coach one thing that he always did um it's one thing that i've kind of we kind of implemented at peterman probably not really purposefully but every text message he would send out to the guys and every email at the very bottom of it would say when um, and that's kind of how we approach, you know, to our technicians and, and people that work in the office. Is just win the day. If you can win the day, um, and then you know, the key is just showing them how to win the day. Uh, but if you can win the day each day, um, you're going to be successful. And you know, you don't have to focus on you know the whole week, the whole month. Don't don't focus on anything else but today. Um, win with each customer. Win, you know, win the day. The rest will follow. Um, the revenue. The Whatever you want to call it, that will follow if you can win the day and win with each customer, you know, regardless of what that is. If you sell something or you just win them over on the service we provided, you know, that's one thing I took. And then just, you know, like he said earlier, just the hard work and dedication, being on time, um, and then showing people that this is how this organization is going to operate. You know, it's not willy nilly, um, it's very structured. Um, yes, we do change things a lot, but there's, there's purpose and reason behind the changes. Always trying to make it a better place um, each
2: and every day.
1: Indiana, a good place for small businesses?
2: Yeah, I would say so. You know, it, it, on the heating side, we get all four seasons, so that's helpful. Yeah, we've, we've, had, uh, we've had a lot of support from, uh, we just, as I mentioned earlier, we moved about a year ago, um, so a ton of support from, we moved from technically Indianapolis to Greenwood, now, mm-hmm. we're about five minutes from our old uh, place, so, you know, it, it's pretty short drive. But, uh, you know, the city of Greenwood really embraced us with open arms uh, when we came in here. Um, and Indiana, they just came out with another fund uh, as it relates to the training aspect um, that we're doing some research on. Um, just have a lot of programs that I think are in line with what we're trying to do. Um, so I think that's been really beneficial. Then it's just about, you know, aligning ourselves with, with their, um, kind of directive so that we can
1: hopefully impact
2: even more people.
1: Because of my general location where I live, I'm not too far from India and I've got friends in the area and just the building boom, uh, around in the suburbs has been incredible, over the last four to five years. So I'm guessing, especially the northern, the northeast part of uh, the city, I'm guessing that keeps you pretty busy if you've got service area up there.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. I, and it's really uh, the northeast. I mean, really everywhere, you know, downtown has really grown um, tremendously. But yeah, the suburbs, especially, it's just right now, I know, um, someone in our office just bought a house Her sold in like, her sold in, in and she had, yeah, I think, I think it was less than that. I think it sold in like 24 minutes or something like that. So, wow. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. So they're, they're, uh, they're moving, that's for sure. Do you guys ever attend the wet show when it's in Indy?
3: Uh, we didn't okay. go this past year, but we have been in the past, yeah.
0: I was just wondering, are you guys active at all on social media? Is your company um, do anything on any of the social media outlets? Yeah,
2: very active on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. We do a lot of our, um, posting stuff there, except someone internal that runs all of that stuff. But yes, very, very active on, on that, on those platforms.
0: I'm looking at an Instagram, Peterman bros, HVAC. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thanks for, uh, you know, spending a few minutes with us talking about, uh, the company and your academy and all sorts of great stuff in the the great state of indiana and indianapolis um you can reach uh peterman brothers at petermanhvac.com and like chad just said they're they're on social media so check them out uh thanks guys for joining us we really appreciate it
1: yeah thank you very much
2: yeah thank you thanks for having us thanks for having us
0: not dead yet podcast is powered by mechanical of media and produced by john mason brink and tim ward it is edited by john mason brink music presented by jason drum and graphics furnished by wayne rowe thanks for listening and until next week